Oregon Employment First, supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. Learn more at iWorkWeSucceed.org. Hi, and welcome to the Oregon Employment First podcast. I'm Angela Yeager with Employment First. Today, we will be talking with Keith Ozels, manager from Oregon's Vocational Rehabilitation Program about the Youth Transition Program. Welcome, Keith. Hi, thanks for having me. So, Keith, tell me a little bit about what you do with Vocational Rehabilitation. Yeah, sure. So um, my title is I'm the Workforce and Youth Manager. So I manage programs that deal with uh, transition age youth in school. And I also manage programs that interact with employers in the community and helping um, them recruit, hire, retain individuals with disabilities. And um, and so there's a lot of overlap and uh, there's a couple other odds and ends that I do in there, too. So you're in charge of all of workforce and all of the transition and education uh, elements for <laughs> vocational rehabilitation. That doesn't sound like a small amount of work at all. Well, it's really <laughs> what it is, is that I have a, a wonderful team that I help empower to do great work. And and so that's that's what my role is. I have wonderful employees that I get to work with. Great. So today we're talking about the Youth Transition Program. So tell, tell the folks at home, what is the Youth trans- Transition Program? Yeah, the Youth Transition Program, or sometimes, actually most of the time, people just refer to it as YTP. That, that's the acronym, YTP. So that's the Youth Transition Program that is a transition program that is working in collaboration with school districts around the state. Um, it is a collaboration with school districts and the local VR offices, but we have other partners in that. One of those partners is the Oregon Department of Education. They serve as a subject matter expert in helping us identify some of the indicators of post-school outcome success. So they're really helping us sort of do data analysis of the, the um, I guess, the local districts and ways that we can create stronger programs. Then we have another partner, which is the University of Oregon, which is our technical assistance team. So those are the individuals who sometimes we we joke and we call them that there are marriage counselors in this relationship because we have the school setting, which is an entitlement program, which basically means any student with a disability is entitled to free and appropriate public education. So in essence, we're going to create in Oregon a very um, a customized learning program that meets the student's needs. So that if you have a disability, you're entitled to that, meaning that you get it. Now in VR, we're a little bit different. We're kind of more of like a medical model where you need to demonstrate eligibility. So it's an eligibility program that you have to apply for. You need to have a disability and you need to um, really, you need to, to require VR's um, support and services to be able to become employed. So there's an elig- eligibility process to that. Now, those two systems are a little bit different from each other. So the University of Oregon, they're the ones who come in and help the school districts and VR understand each other's language because we all speak a little bit differently to each other. So that's that's the larger team of what YTP is. Do you or someone in your family experience an intellectual or developmental disability and want to learn more about Oregon's employment services for people with disabilities? Tune in to the Oregon Employment First podcast on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Hear about employment success stories and learn from experts and people working in the field about what is happening in Oregon to support people with developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. So where does YTP exist in Oregon? Yeah, yeah. So YTP is 
locally in 120 school districts around the state. And some of those school districts are very small school districts that, um, you know, that partner with other school districts. So they they may share a transition specialist. And that's really what YTP is when you boil it down. It is an individual that is in the school, so integrated in the school, working with teachers, with guidance counselors, with parents and families to help identify students that really are interested in employment and helping them get access to VR and other services that VR provides, like pre-employment transition services, so they can get, ideally, a a successful transition out of the school setting into employment or post-secondary education that leads to integrated employment. So how does YTP work? And maybe give an example of you know, what it sort of looks like for someone Mm -hmm. that's really having a hard time picturing this. Yeah, yeah. So we'll start from uh, maybe uh, the very beginning. We have a school district. We'll just say this this anonymous school district is in Oregon. They don't have YTP yet. Well, the way it works is if a school district wants to join YTP, they actually have to write an application. And YTP is grant funded. So they're, they're writing an application to receive funds. Now, we go on a cycle that's called the biennium cycle, which means every two years. And we're coming up on a new biennium starting uh, July 1st, 2019. But for us to start right away on July 1st in 2019, we have to process the applications. We have to read them. We have to do the whole evaluation piece. So in January of 2019, we're going to open up that application process. School districts will apply, we review that, and then the school districts that are chosen, they're awarded one of these grants, they have to um, they have to actually contribute something called matching funds. So they put up one third of the total budget for YTP. We put up the other two thirds, and then all of that money goes back to the school district to be used to run their YTP program. And as I mentioned, what that looks like is you have a YTP transition specialist that is working with the local VR office and the school district to work with students with disabilities and help them explore the world of work, help them get work experience, and ideally, eventually, move into competitive and integrated employment or post-secondary education, because many times that's a requirement. Need help planning your road to work? Go to roadtowork.oregon.gov and create your customized course to a job using available services and supports. That's roadtowork with the number two, .oregon.gov. So what are you doing uh, to serve the population of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and specifically to, to grow that population in YTP? Yeah, yeah. So some of the specific things we've done is that we have, uh, through our, our uh, technical assistance team, through that University of Oregon, we've been really helping the, uh, the schools understand how to start working with programs that are um, that are maybe in that transition age, 18 to 21, and helping them get connected. So having YTP really make themselves available to those programs. And then once they're um, working with some of these students that, that have more significant needs, we are trying to provide trainings specifically in um, job development 
in those areas of working with students that have um, maybe more significant needs or um, individualized needs that are specific to students with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So we've brought in outside trainers that really are focused and successful in that area. So we want to make sure that our teams in YTP have that toolbox to be able to successfully serve those students. We're bringing in the regional employment specialist with the Office of Developmental Disability Services to help get the long-term supports set up so the school system, VR, and YTP are able to do a transition into ongoing support services. So for a long time now, at least since I've been with Employment First, which is almost five years, vocational rehabilitation has often, uh, you know, YTP has been a big highlight of vocational rehabilitation services in terms of your data and outcomes, um, your nationally recognized program. Mm-hmm. So this is your chance to do a little bit of bragging, Keith, about some of your, your data. Tell me tell me about some of the great successes that YTP has had. Yeah, well, actually, we're internationally recognized. Internationally recognized. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be glad to share. Um, I think the, the the piece that really has earned that that sort of reputation and and the data is is just um, I think it's just it's it's demonstrating the good work that's happening in the communities and really it shows that um, again you know we know that students who have work experience before they leave the school setting are going to be that much more likely to have a job after they leave the school setting. And so with YTP, we found that it's um, students are, are two thirds more likely to engage in competitive integrated employment or into matriculating into a higher education. Either, you know, that could be a community college. It could also be a four year college or a training program like apprenticeships or career pathways. So the students we work with, I think the reason why that is and the data backs this up is because they have a team that is really working with them to identify what their goals are that is working with their support network to make sure that they're connected to these opportunities before they leave the school setting and identifying what their goals are. Are you a special education teacher or transition specialist in Oregon? Want to stay up on the latest news, policies, and trends impacting employment services for people with developmental disabilities? Tune in to the Oregon Employment First podcast on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Experts from the Youth Transition Program, Pre-Employment Transition Services, and the Oregon Department of Education are featured in this podcast, along with educators and students. Tune in. I actually have a great example of how that works from a recent trip I made out to Eastern Oregon. And I did a story with a young man named uh, Ross who got a job as a school bus driver at, uh, in LaGrande. And he's, uh, he was a YTP student. And it, the, the great thing about Ross's story, you know, he has autism and he's in, you know, all the services through Developmental Disability Services and his uh, youth transition specialist, they were on a bus on a bus on the way to another work experience site in the community. But he noticed that Ross wouldn't stop asking the bus driver questions about the bus itself. He was just fascinated. I mean, the whole way there, and Ross was asking tons of questions about the bus. And he finally said to him, Ross, what is the deal with bus? And he said, oh, I love buses. I've been passionate about buses my whole life. And he said, well, would you like to be a bus driver? He said, that would be my dream. But that hadn't really come out before. He had never brought it up before that moment. And... Here he is in high school. He can become a, you can't get a commercial driving license until you're 18, but they started the process when he was 17 of starting to 
see what they could do to get him through the testing and, you know, studying and learning and getting ready and prepared for the testing so that when, and he went and met the, uh, the local bus company. And so met with them and they said, we'll hire you. They are really in demand for bus drivers. So we'll hire you if you get your commercial license. So when he turned 18, they helped him and worked with him on that. He got his commercial license and now he, he works pretty much full time as a, as a school bus driver. So, which is really awesome, but that's an example of how youth transition program, I think, can yeah. really help a student. So I'm curious about other examples that you might want to share from how that really helps students achieve their goals in the in the community. Yeah. And, you know, I have a very similar example, but I think it illustrates that what you think is your goal maybe isn't always where you're going to end up. I know that's true for me. When I went to school, the, the degree I got is not actually what I ended up pursuing as a career. Um, and so I think that sampling different jobs and being able to get exposure to have people that are guiding you through either, um, you know, counseling or or just really connecting you to opportunities is, is a key. So the example I wanted to give is out in eastern Oregon, we were working with a student whose brother was a welder. And so the student looked up to his brother. He saw that he was making um, you know, good wages and he saw that his brother was happy and he said, I want to be a welder. And so that's, that's what his goal was. So our transition specialist set up an opportunity where he could go and job shadow and, and do sort of like a, um, an internship with a welder at a, um, it was a, it was a, um, a recycling center where people would bring in uh, materials and they would be sorted and they would be, some would, they would do some welding there. And there was, it was kind of a, it was a very um, busy area where it was. But this student had dyslexia and math was not his highlight. I and mean, it wasn't something that he was very um, excited about. And it was something that he had actually struggled with a little mm-hmm. bit in school. And so when he got there and he started working with this person who was the welder, he learned quickly that math is a big piece of it doing angles, making uh, a lot of calculations on the different welding. And then doing the arc welding was also, it was, you know, it was very bright and it just turned out there were many factors that just weren't what he thought it was. And so he was there and he was a little, I mean, he was a little bit bummed out that this didn't turn out as a great fit for him, but his transition specialist was going out working with him and noticed that he was drawn to the intake at this place. So the, the student really liked greeting people and, and sort of helping the, the people come in with their goods and the, the, the materials they were bringing in and bringing them over to the areas and really doing the intake, having them fill out the paperwork. Mm, it's more of the customer service aspect, really. You know yeah. what? That's exactly what it yeah. was. So yeah. he got so excited about that, that the, the work site actually hired him on to be the intake specialist. So now he's the person who basically when you come in, he greets you. He starts talking to you about what materials are you dropping off? Where do they need to go? And he will do it from the very beginning to end. And so it's different from welding, but it's fulfilling and he's happy there. And it's something that happened because we were helping him get exposure. Yeah. And it's a very similar story in a way. It's the it's the youth transition. Um, you know, the YTP specialist really looking at that individual person, that individual student and their their passions and interests and seeing what might be a good fit and what might not be. And like you said, different work experiences. Sometimes you have to figure out what you don't like in order to figure out what you do want to do, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so Keith, where would people go to find out more information about the Youth Transition Program? Is there a place online that they can go? Yes, we, we do have a YTP website, and it's ytp.uoregon.edu. 
So it's ytp.uoregon.edu. There's tons of great information, more success stories there. There's lots of information about YTP and the, the collaboration with local school districts around the state. And that's the best place for people to go to find out more. And if you missed that website, I think you can also just put in your favorite search engine, Oregon YTP or Oregon Youth Transition Program and find out more. So thank you so much for joining us today, Keith. I really appreciate it. And uh, this has been the Oregon Employment First podcast. Thank you for joining us. The Oregon Employment First podcast explores topics centered on employment for Oregonians with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Field staff, providers, Oregon employers, people with disabilities and their families may be interested in topics ranging from the history of Employment First in Oregon to how to have the employment conversation from a case management perspective. The Oregon Employment First podcast airs bi-monthly on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Tune in.